0: Attention, fans! This is this the Double State, State of Mind, Mind podcast. podcast, brought to brought you by, to you the, by hockey the Hockey Podcast Network. Now, now, here's your host, here's your host, host Neil Villapiano. That was the most unreal finish to the regular season. Like, I could not have pictured it going any other way. What is going on, Devils fans? It is, as always, your host, your best friend, your confidant, your number one source, Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition, a very exciting edition of the Devils State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sportswire Radio, the best place to get everything you need to know about your history-making new Jersey Devils. As always, guys, thank you all so much for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. You know that I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I'm going to save a lot of the emotional thank yous and stuff for the end of the episode, because um, there's a lot of thank yous that I want to I wanna give out. Uh, I'm not going anywhere or anything, but... It's the end of the regular season, and I just wanted to say that. But thank you guys, as always, for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. You already know that I greatly appreciate it. This episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored, as always, by our wonderful friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Ladies and gentlemen, the NBA playoffs, the play-in tournament, is going on right now. The Stanley Cup playoffs is just a couple of days away. Major League Baseball often running in its season. And with all that going on and much more, you already know DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Hockey Podcast Network, is your number one place to get in on all of the huge cash prizes. So if you want to get a little extra cash for the weekend, uh, you know, for whatever you want to do, I got a deal for you. You go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now, sign up, use our promo code THPN. again promo code THPN and as always tell them that your boy Neil Villapiano sent you and as always a big thank you and shout out to our sponsors at DraftKings Sportsbook for sponsoring this podcast episode the Hockey Podcast Network and as always the Devil's State of Mind Podcast. Guys I don't think I could have scripted how the last two games of the regular season could go as well as it did. Like, I don't think I personally could have scripted it any better. And it was phenomenal. I was so lucky that I got a chance to go to the final home game of the regular season. And and I'm literally recording this at 11 p.m. The day, you know, on Thursday, right after the Devils' final game against the Washington Capitals. And that's really what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the last two games to kind of recap the regular season and get you guys ready for the playoffs. And just to let you guys know up front, I am going to be doing an NHL bracket challenge. So if you guys follow the podcast on Twitter at Devil State, as well as Instagram at Devil State of Mind, you. We'll get a chance to see where you can sign up for the double state of mind bracket challenge. Really would love for you guys to be a part of that. And also guys, I have a lot of exciting content with the rangers.ed podcast. Since we are obviously playing the New York Rangers, officially playing the Rangers in the first round of the Stanley cup playoffs, we are going to be doing a lot of collaboration. So make sure you tune in for that as well. But as always guys, we have a bunch to get to here on the Devil State of Mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time and get rolling. From tee to green, the best place to go to get in all the action happening on the links is DraftKings Sportsbook. This week, new customers will receive an odds boost to add plus 1000 to any pre-tournament wager up to $10 on any golfer to win. So, for example, if you're a new customer and you see a golfer to win the tournament at plus 1,000 odds, DraftKings will boost that golfer to plus 2,000 odds for your shot at a bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day before the tournament starts to see what they have in store. And I know the Masters... Just happened, but there are several other major tournaments coming up in the next couple of weeks. There's always opportunities to get in on huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use our promo code THPN and boost your odds during this weekend's tournament. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Massachusetts, call 800. 327-5050 327-5050 or visit helpline ma.org. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. So let's let's get this thing rolling. Drop the puck as we recap Tuesday night's game at home against the Buffalo Sabers. Last home game of the regular season, Fan Appreciation Night. Devils giving out the Dougie Hamilton jersey, uh, black. Oh, black jersey, bobbleheads. It was really awesome. Got there like super early for it, uh, but I was really excited to be there. Shout out to Devil Central.nj for giving me the ticket to the game. Really do appreciate it. Very generous of you. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have been at the game. So thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. But yeah, last home game of the regular season. Devils with the win, or at least the point would earn home ice advantage in the first round against either the New York Rangers or if the Devils were to jump Carolina, either the um, Florida Panthers or what turned out to be the New York Islanders. Sabres coming in very much on the outside looking into the Stanley Cup playoffs in the wild card spot. They were pretty much dead in the water but still had a very slim chance of getting in, but they needed to win this game as well as their final other two games of the regular season. But the big story that we got a couple hours prior was that Lindy Ruff announced that Luke Hughes would make his NHL debut. Uh, Lindy had mentioned the day before that there was a very good chance he was going to play at least one of the final two games. Well, he gets his call in this game against the Buffalo Sabres. You knew it was going to be awesome. He got the rookie lap. I posted it. On my Instagram, it was awesome. The built the rock was rocking as it always has been this season, and everybody was just so pumped to see the younger of the three Hughes brothers making his NHL debut, rocking that number 43. And what's also really awesome about that warm up was the Devils have been doing a lot of warm up jerseys this year, but I think this one, more than any of the others, and this is no disrespect to the other ones, but What was so awesome about this one is that it was made by a fan of this team. And that happens to be the man himself, Backhanded Devil, which you can follow on Instagram and Twitter. A lot of you already know him. I actually met him in person. The dude is a phenomenal guy, phenomenal artist, and he got the chance to design the Devils' red warm-up jerseys for this game. They were beautiful, and I think that they were probably one of the top three, if not the best warm-up jersey the Devils have had this year. So shout-out to my good friend Backhanded Devil uh, for getting the opportunity to do that. That is absolutely Absolutely sick. And when the Devils, you know, they came on the ice to start the game, they announced the starting lineup. Jack Hughes and Luke Hughes both got to start this game playing together. That I'm sure that was, you know, that was super, super awesome. Um, you know, when they announced Luke Hughes' name, we all went nuts. It was great. And throughout and once we got through all of that, then the realization comes back in we got a hockey game to play. We got to try to, and the Devils wanted to make sure that they could end their home stand or their home regular season uh, on a massive high note, knowing that the next home game would be a playoff game. So this was definitely the Devils wanted to end uh, the regular season on a massive high note. Jesper Boquist, my boy, got the party started with his tenth goal of the year, tying his career high. Gave the Devils a one nothing lead that they would hold on to after 20 minutes. So good to see Jesper Boquist get himself the double digits. I believe he becomes the 7th or 8th player on this team to eclipse double digits and goals. Really awesome for Jesper Boquist. You know, like I've mentioned numerous times, he found a role in this team and has really done it well. And we're going to need him a lot once we get into the playoffs. Going to the second period, Jonas Siegenthaler with an absolute bomb. An absolute bomb. A slap shot beating uh, Devin Levi. That made it 2 nothing. Siegenthaler, just his fourth of the year, made it 2 nothing. And then later on in the period after uh, um, we had the craziness where the Sabres scored, but then it was rolled off sides. And then just moments later, Jeff Skinner scores. This one counts, so it's 2-1. to And then Miles Wood, Miles Wood. He's able to tuck one in on a rebound, getting his 12th of the year. I have a really, really good friend of mine, and she is over the moon about Miles Wood. Her name's Amanda, by the way. And uh, she, she just got into hockey recently, and I remember she told me she saw Miles Wood, and she's like, who is that guy? And so she's a big fan of Miles Wood. I think she's also a big fan of Kevin Ball as well. Um she's probably gonna hate me for doing this right now, but I just wanted to do that uh just for fun. But I, I texted her and I said Miles would scored, and she was excited but also pissed because she wasn't there in person to see him score. But would 12th goal of the year, in what has definitely been a up and down year for him, dealing with injuries and inconsistency. But for him to get himself a goal right there to double the lead, have it be three to one Devils going into this third period, I think was really, really important. So then you go to the third period, and at this point, it's all about the Devils just got to lock it down, and they got to find a way to get this win. Tomas Tatar really, in many ways, put the game out of reach. He got himself his 19th of the year off a of body and in. That made it 4-1, to just 7-10 into the period, and despite Samuelson scoring about five minutes later or so, which made it 4-2, to the Devils would not relinquish the lead. Tomas Tatar would get his second of the game and twentieth of the season on an empty net goal that made it five to two. Becomes the sixth player on the Devils with twenty or more goals. And then we had that moment of realizing that Jack Hughes again, still one point away from breaking the all-time Devils franchise. Uh, points in a regular season record. You were wondering if he was going to get it. He had so many opportunities throughout the game to get it. Just couldn't get it home. And you were wondering if it just wasn't going to happen tonight. Well, the hockey gods must have been looking down on us as the Sabres pulled their goaltender again. Jesper Bragg got to the puck to avoid an icing. Fed it to Jack Hughes, who kind of shot it on a one tee, knocking it into the empty net goal for his 43rd goal of the season and with that he reaches point number 97 which now makes him the all-time franchise leader in points in a season passing the legendary Patrick Eliash that was phenomenal I was standing just like what felt like inches away from where it happened it was fan-freaking-tastic that he was able to get it, especially on home home ice. You know, it would have been great anyway, even if he got it in Washington. But for him to get it on home ice, for all of us to celebrate it for him, is phenomenal. And so he gets that goal, 43rd of the year, 97th point, and 6th goal of the night. And the Devils cruise to a dominant 6-2 to win at home, beating the Buffalo Sabres, knocking them out of playoff contention and clinching home ice advantage for the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. This also tied with that win, tied the franchise record for wins in a season with 51. And despite Carolina winning, the Devils stay within one point of the Hurricanes for first place in the Metro. So that officially made it that the Metro division title would have to come down to the 82nd game and so there was going to be a lot going into that game against the Capitals but what a phenomenal and what a in many ways fitting way for the Devils to send off their fans into the postseason on home ice with a nice win there especially bouncing back from the two to one tough loss to the Bruins over the weekend But this was a big win, historic win, you know, record-breaking win. It was just great. And so for Luke Hughes, you know, the Hughes family definitely were the main topic of discussion. Luke Hughes making his NHL debut. Thought he actually played pretty well, looked pretty comfortable out there in his first NHL game. And, you know, Jack Hughes breaking the point record. It was only a matter of time. I'm glad he was able to do it at the Rock To get to point ninety-seven, and he goes into the final game of the regular season just three points away from becoming the first Devils player ever to reach 100 points in a season. But overall, fantastic, fan-fantastic win at home. And now the Devils get ready for the final game of the regular season in the nation's capital against the Washington Capitals with a lot on the line. So now we shift to Thursday night. And again, I'm recording this literally like an hour and a half after the game. Thursday night in D.C. against the Washington Capitals. Devils with a lot on the line. Uh, They also had a chance, by the way, to finish the season 3-1-0 against the Capitals. Uh, If you look back to two years ago, uh, the 2021 season where we went 0-6 or 0-8, whatever it was against the Capitals, to go from that... To knowing you have a chance to, you know, capture six of a possible eight points against this Capitals team is phenomenal. The Capitals not going to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Penguins also not going to the playoffs for the first time, and I don't know how long we don't have Crosby and Orovechkin playing in the playoffs. That is clearly the showing that times are changing. There's no question about that. So the Capitals looking to just try to, you know, finish the season on a high note on home ice. But Devils had a lot going into this game. So this was obviously a very important game. Devils could clinch the division. Now, the way the Devils could clinch it is simply, you know, a couple of ways. One, they win in regulation. Carolina loses in regulation. Devils win a division. Um, Devils get a point. Uh, Carolina loses in regulation. Devils finish tied in terms of points. But because they won three out of the four games against Carolina, that's the tiebreaker. Devils win the division. Uh, I feel like there's a third one that I'm missing. Um, No, that's about it. So yeah, the Devils knew that obviously the only thing they could they could control is to win their game and see if Florida, who again also just clinched the playoff spot, um, let's you know if they could potentially take care of business at home against that Hurricanes team. Devils also looking to set a new franchise record for wins and points in a season. Also, with the win, they would tie the franchise record for wins on the road. So that's pretty awesome. And as I mentioned before, Jack Hughes going into this game, needing three points to reach 100 points and become the first Devils player in franchise history to reach the century mark. A big milestone that was accomplished right as the game started. Dawson Mercer, who remember, has yet to miss a game in his NHL career up until this point would be playing in his 164th consecutive game dating back to the start of the 2021-22 season. So since he's made his NHL debut, he has still yet to miss a game. And the Devils had a couple of players that ended up playing in every single game. And I think that's important that we had a lot more guys healthy this year. Um but for Dawson Mercer, man, he has been accountable. He has played in every game that he has been that he could possibly play in since he made his NHL debut. So Congratulations to Dawson Mercer, man. Phenomenal. Devils actually ended up sitting a bunch of guys. We did not know this until basically warmups that uh, Vitek Vanacek was not going to be playing in this game. Mackenzie Blackwood was going to get the start, but also that Akira Schmidt was going to end up backing up Blackwood in this game. So Schmidt got called up from Utica and was going to be the backup, so VTech was just going to rest completely. Andre Palak got rest. Michael McLeod's still dealing with, uh, obviously, what is a concussion right now, so he did not play. Uh, And the, the defensive pairing of John Marino and Ryan Graves also sat this game. So Curtis Lazar, who has been gone for a long time due to injury, and one of the guys that we picked up at the deadline, uh, returned to the lineup. Eric Hollow was back in the lineup after missing two games. Luke Hughes was going to get a chance to play, so Luke Hughes ends up playing in both games, um, Buffalo and Washington. And then Brendan Smith gets back into the lineup. And as I mentioned before, Blackwood got the start. Schmid would back him up. Right from the start, the Devils just imploded. I It just, this was a classic Mackenzie Blackwood game where he just didn't have it from the start. Just over 10 minutes into this game, the Capitals are already up three, nothing Blackwood. I really would put blame on two of those three goals. The third goal was really bad because Jack Hughes just had an awful turnover. And then the Capitals scored. It was just bad. So like just over 10 minutes into the first period, Things are obviously not looking good at all. Uh, but the Devils were able to settle into the game, and then Eric Holla got himself some opening coming up the left side off of a uh, pass from Sharon Govich. He would wind up and blast one on a slab shot, beating Darcy Kemper to get his 13th of the year and to get the Devils on the board, cutting the deficit the three to 3-1. to But the big story from that was that Luke Hughes – got the secondary assist and that meant that that was his first NHL point. So he got himself in just the second game, got his first career point in the National Hockey League on the secondary assist on the Eric Holla goal. So congratulations to Luke Hughes. Didn't take him long to get himself on the scoreboard. That is phenomenal. And it was three to one Capitals after one. So despite the crappy start, they're only down by two goals, with still two periods of play. A lot of time. Well, right away in the second period, things did not get any better. As Blackwood struggled with a rebound control and allowed Tom Wilson to kind of easily tap uh, uh, the puck into the net, just 65 seconds into the second. That made it 4-1 cap, so they get the three-goal lead back. Akira Schmidt would then come in as Blackwood ended up getting pulled. And from that moment on, that's when things changed. And it started with the Devils were on the power play, just kind of winding it down, second units on. Miles Wood, what a nice deflection in front. Goals in back-to-back games. He gets lucky goal number 13 on the season. That cuts the deficit once again to two. And again, Devils down by two. Going into the third period now, they're down four to two. So again, very much possible that the Devils could come back in this game. They've come back more than any other team in the NHL. And, you know, what made, you know, there was nothing that made me uh, not believe that the Devils couldn't do this. And the Devils came out and played a phenomenal third period. Eric Holland got a step on the defenseman. He was getting hooked, he got dragged down. Penalty was coming up. I think, honestly, it might have, I wonder if it would have been a penalty shot. But we'll never find out as the puck ended up squeaking past Darcy Kemper, who was caught out of position, slowly rolled into the net. And Eric Hall with his 14th of the year, second of the game, cuts the deficit to one just three minutes into the third period. So right then and there, we got a hockey game. It's, it's anybody's game at that point. The Devils continued to press. And by the way, I should mention that Jack Hughes got an assist. On the hollow goal. So that gets him to 98 points. So now he's 2 points away from 100. The Devils kept pressing. And then Dougie Hamilton. With an absolute bomb. Off a nice feed from Boquist. Beats Darcy Kemper through traffic. With just under 8 minutes to go. And the Devils have tied the game up at 4. Coming back from down 3 goals. And the Devils kept pushing. But they could not get that next goal so the game had to go to overtime. And unfortunately, by this point, we had been told that the Hurricanes, despite the Panthers coming back from down two, um, then Carolina went up four to two, and then it was five to two. Then uh, Florida made it five to four, but then Carolina got another empty net goal. That made it six to four. Carolina ended up winning the game six to four. And so they officially clinched the Metropolitan Division title. So, we already knew that the Devils were officially now going to be playing the New York Rangers in the first round, but they still had a game to finish. And so, both teams had some chances. Devils drew a penalty with just a little under 90 seconds to go in the game, it go in the overtime period. And then Dougie Hamilton, like three seconds in, blatantly obvious trips. A Capitals player goes to the sin bin, so we immediately go back to three-on-three. Three. It kind of looks like we're going to end up having to go to a shootout. Jack Hughes fires the puck back to his brother, Luke, who kind of takes it back into the Devil's Zone, looks around for a second, and then decides he's going to take it himself. Goes up the right side, cuts it back to the center of the ice, takes a shot that Emperor makes the save, but it trickles past him, almost going in, but Luke Hughes... Man on a mission, got around Alex Ovechkin, got the puck, wrapped it around, and beat Darcy Kemper for his first National Hockey League goal. And the Devils complete the comeback win, beating the Capitals 5-4 to four in overtime. And Luke Hughes, with his first NHL point, his first multiple points, Uh, point game of his NHL career his first goal in the NHL and his first game winner all came in this game as what a beautiful beautiful way to end the season with Luke Hughes getting his first National Hockey League goal the game winner in overtime and Jack Hughes his older brother got the primary assist so Unfortunately, Jack Hughes finishes one point shy of 100 as he'll finish with 99, a 2.9, another multi-point night game for number 86. So he gets himself two assists in this one. But that second one is the sweetest one as he gets the primary assist on his little brother's game-winning goal, first NHL goal. You gotta love it. I'm just gonna repeat myself like a thousand times in this episode, I feel like. But the Devils complete the comeback. They're 26th, NHL-leading 26th comeback W of the season. And then the records just came out like we just saw them all. So with the win, the Devils have now completed the greatest season in Devils franchise history in the regular season as they get win number 52. That sets a new record. They also set a new record for most points in a regular season. With 112. They also had a 49-point improvement over an 82-game season, which is now a new NHL record. As I mentioned before, the 26 comeback wins most in the NHL. Nine multiple goal comebacks. That's the ninth multi-goal comeback win of the season, most in the NHL. And like I said, Jack Hughes officially, you know, submits. The record for most points by a Devils player in franchise history, with 99 this year, for the kid that has just developed into a superstar, and that is phenomenal. For him to also get the assist on his on Luke Hughes' goal, couldn't write it any better. Dougie Hamilton with his with his goal that was his 22nd of the year that tied a franchise record for D-men. That was awesome. And Nico Heischer, the captain, reaches 80 points. This season, a career high for him. So that is phenomenal for the Swiss King. Absolutely love it. And speaking of Swiss, as much as we love what Luke Hughes did and it's phenomenal and great, we got to give flowers to Akira Schmidt. He came in, we're down four to one, and he stops all 20 shots he faced and helps this Devils team come back one more time. For in a thrilling way to end the regular season. I mean, that was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And so, the Devils, despite not winning the division, which would have been even the, just the cherry on top, they still finish with a, a historic season. I mean, this regular season was Historic! This is the greatest regular season New Jersey Devils team in franchise history that we all got to be a part of, that I got to cover for an entire season. And that, to me, is the most unbelievable thing. And so what a way for this Devils team to end the regular season and to jump into the Stanley Cup playoffs on Monday or Tuesday at home against the hated New York Rangers. And that's going to be awesome. So phenomenal job. By the Devils, congratulations to Luke Hughes. First two points in the league, getting himself his first NHL goal, his first game winning goal. Gotta love it. Jack Hughes, 99 points. Everybody was great except Mackenzie Blackwood. Just gonna be honest. Um, shout out to everybody. Shout out to you know, Jesper Boquist. Shout out to Eric Halla, Jesper Brett. Sharon Govich, Miles Wood, all those guys. Shout out to all of them for just a phenomenal year of a lot of ups and downs, mostly ups. I mean, it's just phenomenal. I'm, I'm just laughing because that was just such an unbelievable way to end the season. I'm so, I'm so giddy about it right now. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. I'm like running out of words to, uh, to describe what happened. But, um, I'm not gonna do like a regular season recap, or even a playoff preview right now. Because as I mentioned before, um, my good friends at Rangers.Ed Podcast, which is, you know, a very popular Rangers podcast, we're going to be doing a lot of collaboration for this first round matchup, starting with some episodes coming out on Monday and Tuesday of this week, upcoming week. So make sure you stick around for that. Make sure you stick around. Um, But before I wrap this episode up and, you know, say goodbye, um, I just want to say how grateful, I mean, I say it all the time. First of all, I say this all the time. If you guys listen to the podcast long enough, you know, you know that I always thank you guys and I always show you, you know, how much, you know, you guys mean to me. But I, I really just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for what has been an unbelievable regular season for the Devil's State of Mind podcast. I mean, to go back from where we were to start the year to where we are now and the possibilities that this team could do, could have in the postseason um, and how much the podcast has grown, not just here, but also just on social, on Twitter, on Instagram. We have over 2,000 followers on both Instagram and Twitter. You know, we have nearly 100 reviews uh, co- combined from Apple and Spotify. I mean, it's just, you know, we've done so many giveaways. We've had so many awesome guests come on, you know, and I, and I can't thank you guys enough for all of the love and support you guys have given me since you, since day one. I mean, this has been phenomenal. This has been a tremendous growth for me as a person, me as a sports broadcaster in my career, um, and me just as a Devil's fan. You guys have really brought out that love and passion out of me even more, you know, you've guys given me an opportunity. And so I want to thank, um, Isha, Jerome and, uh, Dylan, uh, Kaiser for, um, giving me the opportunity, uh, to do the devil state of mind podcast over three years ago. Um, it's coming up on four years now, uh, would not be here without you guys, the hockey podcast network, amaze media labs, uh, all the people that I've interacted with on a day-to-day basis, anybody that I've worked with, I've collabed with, I've interviewed, I've been on their podcast, all of that means so much to me. It means the world to me, and I'm so excited to bring even more content to you guys once the playoffs gets underway. And I do want to mention that what's going to happen with the podcast episodes once the playoffs start is that. Every episode is just going to be a recap of that particular game. So, an episode will come out, be recap of game one. Another episode, recap of game two. That way, you know, more episodes come out and you guys get my pretty close to immediate reactions of different games. Um, So, I hope you guys are excited for that. So, obviously, a lot more is going to be coming out uh, over the next couple of days. Make sure when I make the announcement to go and, um, Join the Devil's State of Mind Bracket Challenge. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Looking forward to it and just looking forward to interacting with you guys as we get ready for the Stanley Cup playoffs. We got Devil's Playoff Hockey for the first time in five years. I'm so excited to be a part of it. And I thank you all, as always, from the bottom of my heart um, for everything that you guys have done for me, you know, in terms of helping the Devil's State of Mind podcast become what it is today. And, we're not stopping anytime soon. This baby's going to keep building. This empire is going to keep building. And I'm looking forward to having all of you guys around uh, for the ride. So thank you all so much. And uh, the regular season is over. And now it's Devils Playoff Hockey, baby.